And welcome back to episode 88 of the Weekly Tech Run with me, Jay. And me, Carl. Is the music going to do the weird thing again? Is it? Is it? No, I think we got away with it this time. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, we are back for episode 88 for our Google I.O. special with a look at all of the top tech that, uh, well, we kind of think, you know, we'd like to talk about this week. Um, And, you know, this is not necessarily Apple show. So, you know, we do cover other technology. Other vendors are available. And this week, of course, is Google. So I.O. being their flagship uh, summit, isn't it, for all things uh, Google? It is, yeah. Which kind of talks about hardware, software, uh, other products and stuff. Um, you know, and it's a pretty good event. Oh, Carl, I must say to you this week, we have another co-host with us tonight um, of the four-legged, wet-nosed, wacky tail version. Oh, do we? Um, yes, but she's she's a bit quiet. She's not got her headphones on. So uh, uh, if she, she okay, speaks up... If I speak, she speaks up, I'll let you know. Uh, no, no, <laughs> so then, yeah, so Google I.O., which was held as a hybrid event again. Uh, well, no, a hybrid event this year, wasn't it? Sorry, as opposed, it was, to, yep. uh, as opposed to the virtual events that we've had before. Uh, and it held, you know, well, there was Keynote Online. They have a developer keynote as well. And, it, you know, they cover everything. And it's a pretty good show. And they have lots of big names come out. Of course, you know, it wouldn't be a... Uh, google show if it wasn't uh in california <laughs> so it was held uh in um san francisco if i remember correctly wasn't it um I think so. this year and approximately um you know i think in the years gone by they've had a few thousand people there at times um but this year i think obviously slightly smaller due to the pandemic so then carl what have we got tonight then for a lineup of all of the things that uh you know piqued our interest wow. so to speak wow yeah there was a number of things so I didn't think it was a massively impressive event. Um, I don't know. It's just not quite the same as an Apple event, is it? But I suppose that's down to showmanship. They're not quite the same panache, is it? You know what I mean? No. But we've got, we've got a long, long last, we have the Pixel Watch. So more about that in a minute. We've got the 6A, uh, Pixel Buds Pro, um, even the Pixel 7 and 7 Pro, even though they're not going to be out till way later. Um and strangely, we've got some products from next year. I don't know why I didn't save them for the next event, but uh, oh, we'll talk maybe, about that soon. Maybe they'll come out before the the next event. Yeah, um, they, there was also a couple of software updates, wasn't it? So they also dropped the Android thirteen uh, beta two, wasn't it? That was they that did, was yeah, as well at the same time. And I'm sure I scribbled something down here what, uh, about Matter as well, wasn't it? There? there was, uh, I think, there was a couple of keynotes or mentions of the the Matter oh, standard. I missed that the, one. I, I think they on afterwards. I think I saw. I didn't. I was trying to find it. I saw a headline about it, uh, but I couldn't find what they actually covered in it. But I know that it was referenced uh, in in the show somewhere. But uh, I, I can't have been too much information. Maybe it was just an update on uh, <laughs> on, yeah. on what was coming because I think there's quite a few products are due to be released this year uh, from several of the alliance members, which cover ah. uh, well, quite a wide spectrum of members, isn't it? But, Everyone's um, in on that one. Yep. Well, yeah, as I say, because the, the, the Zigabee Alliance, which was people like Ikea, wasn't it? Um, who else was Samsung? Schneider Electric were on there as well. Uh, Signify, who who I had to remind myself, used to be Philips Lighting, didn't it? Philips for the Hugh. People. I'm still calling Philips Hugh. Yeah, yeah, along, amongst other people. But we're going to talk about, I guess, as you say, some of the, the product info tonight, isn't it? That they've dropped, which kind of uh, aligns a bit like an Apple show in that sense. It does, it does. So we'll start off with the, the Pixel Watch, won't we? So obviously we've been... Hearing rumours about this for ages. John Pross has had mock-ups for like the last <laughs> year does. and a bit. It's coming, it's coming, it's definitely going to be here. And then we hear nothing. 
But Google have finally announced it, and it's exactly what he says it's going to be. And it, it does look lovely. I do like the design. It's it's a uh, it's round, so it's not square like the Apple Watch. Traditional. It's, got, uh, it's traditional. Yeah, it's got a convex glass uh, curved glass face as well. Uh, I've always wanted a round smartwatch. I love the was it the the Moto 360 when it first that's came right. Out. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. had I've always wanted. Oh, that's a good looking smartwatch. The Apple Watches are nice, but they just don't look as good as that Moto 360. And yeah, the Google Pixel does look very, very nice. Uh, obviously, this has been a long time coming, hasn't it? They they bought what was it Fossil back in 2015 they for did. forty odd million dollars, and recently back in 2019 they bought Fitbit for two point one billion. So we, you can we, see we've known for a long time it's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're all in on the watches and the health trackers now. It's got a touch screen, obviously. It's got a crown like the Apple Watch. Uh, it's going to have heart rate and sleep tracking. Obviously, going to be running Wear OS. Um, so it won't work with your iOS devices, which isn't really a shock, but I thought I'd say that. Bizarrely, though, no release date or price yet. Interesting. Wasn't there... <coughs> well, my voice went funny there. Sorry. Wasn't there um, a Wear OS app for iOS, though? previously yes there was i'm sure there used to be some way because you could get the moto 360 to work on ios yeah i I was gonna say but i recall i recall there being a wear os um app and say but yeah i think you know it is a i mean just to kind of go back to the watch itself you're right it's a stunning looking uh watch you know very traditional as you say shape uh that convex glass so i don't know that part i'm not to me it just looks a bit bulbous but that's just my my view on it but i think the whole design you know has like hallmarks. yeah but it has the apple hallmarks the quality's there there's a great picture of the back of the watch showing you the sensors uh yes, telling is, yeah. what's on there the gps you know obviously what's the heart rate sensor i'm guessing in there as well as well as perhaps maybe yeah, O2. heart rate and sleep tracking didn't hear anything about uh, cellular no interesting did you see also it's got a kind of interesting thing how the um the strap comes undone so like you slide the a bit like the apple watch the straps yep. slide into the sides but then okay. there's almost like a twist uh on the, the face itself oh, okay um, and it locks it in yeah it's a kind of little oh. video that google had uh that showed that, that. As, yeah it's kind of interesting um so yeah you're right they're coming into a market here where they've not particularly done well apple have cemented the the smartwatch market They've built a business which is well, bigger the than the watch market. Well, yeah, the biggest watch manufacturer in the world. Exactly, bigger than all of the other incumbents put together, including big yeah, players, of so. course, like uh, Rolex and uh, other players. And it's yeah, you're like, what could they do differently here? And Samsung, of course, have been doing. You know, Samsung watches have been taking up quite a bit of time, yeah. haven't they? And uh, that was that was a bad pun. I apologise. Um, <laughs> Fitbit themselves, of course, as you say, and Fossil and other players have kind of filled that gap of a of a Google smartwatch and piece. So it appears to me that Google want to come in. They want to have that first party approach that Apple have. Yep. And to do that, you've got to have a quality product, and it's got to have the pairing of the software, the applications, and the experience, yeah. isn't it? You, got, you need a complete have. ecosystem, don't you? The, the watches, and that's it. Seamlessly with the phones uh, and your online services, the aggregation of that data, like health and stuff, all just seamlessly in there. And you know what? Apple didn't get it right first time around. It took several iterations of that watch. You know, I think I've said before. You know, I got a Gen Two Apple Watch when they came out. Um, I got the I original. 
Yeah, but yeah, bought it well, in America. Then came Gen Zero, didn't it? They, they, they yeah, came from yeah. Series One, Series Zero. It's like what? I've been downgraded. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I bought into the high. I got it in the US when it was cheaper. I, you know, I had it and I was like, it's great and I'm sort of a great thing. But the ecosystem wasn't fully formed at that point, and there just wasn't the capabilities to 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 make it what it is today. That watch. I don't take off now, not because I'm, you know, an exercise freak, you know, who loves it, but it's all the other capabilities. It's integration with uh, messaging. It's integration with um, two-factor authentication first, yep. you know, single sign-on. Um, it is the health aspect as well, necessarily, not necessarily the exercise piece. And, of course, Google need to do all of that, don't they? And Fitbit, I think, are going to be the key player in this story. They are. The other thing I didn't f- hit, couldn't, oh, sorry, couldn't even find out, is it waterproof? I would be surprised if it wasn't, wouldn't you? Well, that's what I thought, but I've just Googled that now and can't find any information on whether it's waterproof or not. So maybe it's just not known. Google haven't released that. But you thought you might have said. Well, that's a good point. I mean, I would be surprised if it wasn't at least what... What's what's Splash? Is that IP67, isn't it? Splash, I think, isn't it? Oh, I can't or might, that, maybe that might be too high. Actually, now I've said that. I mean, it's fully waterproof, isn't it? Yeah, I would be surprised if it wasn't at least, uh, you know, splashproof. Either if you you wore it in the rain or whatever, or running or whatever. That power. I would imagine if it was sport watch like Apple, they'd have shown something showing it getting wet. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, you know, I could be wrong. They could be. They could be keeping that under their hats. You know, as to to showcase when it comes out later this year. Um. But to me, I would imagine it's got to be at least waterproof in the sense of, uh, you know, sorry, splash proof, i.e. water resistant. Because if you're going to wear it, you know, whilst, there was loads of pictures of people wearing it on their bikes, wasn't it? You know, yeah, um, it's going to be sweat proof, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the other thing is, is that I did see they do. There is a 4G LTE version as well. Oh, there is, is there? Yeah, they did confirm there's a 4G version. Um and interesting, I don't know if you saw, there was on one of the sites I read, uh, apparently in one of the, um, somebody, I don't know where they've confirmed this wrong, but apparently there's code in that which relates to the Exynos uh, Samsung hardware. Oh, really? So Galaxy Watch 4 is Exynos powered to the CPU. Yeah. Um, and it could be, it, perhaps it may be that Google have done some cross-testing with on that platform, because obviously this mm. is not Exynos, this is Tensor, the same of that, isn't it? Uh, you know, it's going to be all in that Google. Well, they haven't confirmed it's a tensor chip in there. I would be surprised if it's not. Really, would be not. Yeah, or is or is it or have they have they based this particular mobile um, chipset? I sorry, the watch chipset. I mean, uh, off Exynos, given the fact well, that Samsung's got a close working partnership with them, haven't they? And they have, yeah. um, and also, you know that. Why not? If you've if they've already done that, it saves them a lot of time. But yeah. to go, I do you know one thing I will say though, and I had it, I've got it scribbled down here is it was back in December um, that John Prosser, back in December twenty one, Prosser showed the wow. renders of the watch, and you are right, he was bang on, bang on, yeah, with that's spot on. Yeah, so I don't know. I, look, there's so much, you know, that to in its favor here that Google can do, and they've got Definitely. masses amount of opportunity. I just worry, you know, that have Apple cornered that space. Of course, if you're not an Apple user and you're an Android user, well, then, then you know, they haven't yeah. cornered that space. But what I mean is the terms of the market share, I think I should say. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. They they are uh, always ahead, aren't they? It does seem that way, but you know, I think this is this is a big, big uh, opportunity for Google. It's a great looking bit of hardware. We don't know the full specs yet, of course, but what you know, what is there is that it's got all of the capabilities, and those acquisitions definitely are going to be playing into it. So definitely, yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm, 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 I was pleased to see it. I will be more impressed about that one. Yeah, I'll be more impressed when I see some of the benchmarks in terms of you know what, how does it operate, what's it like, battery life, you know, those kind of stuff. Um, you know, because all of the other stuff, the part tracking, the fitness tracking, they're commoditized now, aren't they? Really, they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, all cool. All right. So Pixel Watch then, of course, you know, snappy name. I must add, we forgot to mention that very snappy name. <laughs> yep. Yep. So what are, we also got then the Pixel 6a, didn't they? They we announced did. yeah. um, the, the, which, the new budget king, maybe. It, I think they're bang on the money here. So I have my Pixel 6 right in front of me here. This is my uh, daily driver for my work phone. Um, you yeah, know, I like a work phone. Gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to rock both worlds. I used to have two iOS phones, which is great, but I kind of like the Android fact because it does give me clear separation then. Um, yeah. But yeah, the A phone so launched back with the Pixel 3a, wasn't it? Which was the kind it of was. first of the gang, which I had one of those, didn't I? <laughs> you did for a short period. <laughs> it didn't bounce. It didn't bounce very well. I'm surprised. Does it bounce? Um, no, it does not. Yeah, it's a bit like, uh, does it blend? Um, but yeah, so the Pixel 6a is due to be released at the end of July, if all things well. Um, coming in as well at a really good price point. I think was it four? Was it four four nine? Four four nine. The same price as the five a. Yeah, fantastic, really. And given that you know, it's pretty much a Pixel Six, so it's got the tensor, uh, the same tensor has, CPU. Yep. It's got that the Google's Titan um, security, security chip in it, 5G capable. Uh, and also it's got that awesome camera, which I have to say, I do think is really, really good. Well, um, yeah, mm, some things have but, changed though. So yeah, yeah, you've got two cameras, obviously the Pro you get free, uh, but they have downgraded the main camera from 50 megapixel down to 12.2. You've still got the same 12.2 ultra wide though. Yeah, but the 50th megapixel was only available on the 6 Pro, though, wasn't it? 6 and 6 Pro. Was it? Oh, do you know, I, that's about as much I pay attention to what megapixels are on oh, this camera. I did my research <laughs> just to see what was actually different. But yeah, you've got that, obviously. So still, it's Google. You're going to get a good picture out of it. They do know their software side, don't they? They take good pictures. Uh, I think you get slightly less RAM, don't you? You've got a 6 gig of RAM compared yeah, to the, the 8 on the 6 and the 6 Pro, I think. And it's a 6.1 OLED screen. So it's still a decent screen. They're not as big as... The other ones, I think they're six point seven, aren't they? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah so this is a six, screens, this yeah. is a six point one, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, the, the, the six Pro is a big phone. Um, yeah. There's no no shadow of doubt on that. Um, but I mean, you know, comparing it to the six, it's a no. Oh, I yeah. think it's almost a nearly, slight nearly upgrade. A six for less money. Yeah, definitely. yeah. And I think if you're coming in that budget space, which for a long time was owned by the Moto range, yes. Um, for that almost pure Android experience, which I think a lot of people probably do want. Um, obviously, if you're a Samsung fan, you you know you're going to be familiar and enjoy the Samsung experience. But there is something to be said about that pure vanilla Google how uh, Android. Sorry, has Google intended it to be? You know, you think? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. Samsung makes some good hardware. I've never been a fan of their is it their one ui and stuff they slap over the top of android mm. it's it's got better <laughs> i mean it used to be horrific it, it's 
tolerable to me now. Uh, but it's not, yeah, I just prefer the standard out of the box Android. Yeah, it does what it says on the tin. I like it. I mean, the experience. I mean, I'm rocking the. I have to say, I am rocking the current um, Android 13 beta at the moment. Um, oh yeah. Nothing may you know. I'm not nothing sleeping enemy features wise yet. Um, just some improve general improvements across the UI though, especially around the launchers, the applications. Uh, interesting, a couple of battery saving things I've spotted as well, which are quite good, which I think are build on uh, Android 12. But you know, yeah. six eight will come with 13. Gonna get five years point. of security updates. Yeah, it also comes with the the Pixel feature drop thing as well, isn't it? Which is the kind of yeah. the, the the updates. And again, because it is a Pixel device, it will get capabilities beyond that of usually the other players in the market. But yeah. Android are pretty good these days, though, aren't they? With with the features updates, as we saw that back with I want to say Android ten, wasn't it? Um, when they unified uh, the the update process, remember? They did. Yep. Um, I can't think of the name of the project. Remember what it was called? We were we were sat there at the keynote. <laughs> We were at the keynote, but I yeah, can't remember life for me. There was but a the lot of fear drunk after that keynote. <laughs> but when they separated out, didn't they? The upgrade the updates from the main OS platform to allow it to yep. be more streamlined. But yeah, so the six A, as you said, six point one um inch OLED screen, the old punch out uh camera holes, which are, are reasonably noticeable. Um yep. But you know, you get you you get what you pay for, so to speak. Uh, the always-on display, which I think that's a pretty good feature, given that that isn't something you see on every budget device. No, exactly. Um, you still don't get those on iPhones. So no. The only thing I will say about the Pixel phones, um, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the other one, is the camera bump at the back. That kind of ridge oh, the is bar. big. Yeah, that's yeah, it is really noticeable. I mean, I've got mine in a case, and I don't think you, I, I would not want to go out with that case on it. To be honest with you because of that mm. protrusion. Um, though it has got the Corning Gorilla Glass. Uh, I think it's the Gorilla Glass 3. Um, it is owned, and the 6A again is IP67. Yeah, so I just looked it up. IP67 is dust and water resistant. Okay. So IP68 is fully water resistant. Okay. Um, so... The remember, remember two IP the 68 is two scale, so six is total protection against solid ingress, and yeah. eight is total protection for water. Which means if you have a 68, it can go uh below one meter uh, for more than 30 minutes. That's the one, yep, or a 67, not quite. Uh, Still don't so that's test it. no, so that 12 megapixel camera you mentioned about, so the 50 on the on the six end, but going back to that 50 megapixel camera, when we were talking about this before, that you're not getting a 50 megapixel camera though, are you? Because it's a bit no, like I the think way they that... use it to top it down, isn't it? So I think they, you've got to get a 12.5 image or something like that, yeah. So, what are you getting then from a 12 megapixel camera? Uh, <laughs> you just get a 12.2 megapixel. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. So it's it's kind of funny marketing, in my opinion, if you don't, you know. It is, yeah. The 50 should give you a better image quality, even sample down to 12.5, because it's just more to play with. But uh, I don't know, we'll see when the reviews come out. I'm sure it'll still be great. Yeah, the other thing, and the, kind of the other thing I picked up was the uh, 4,400 megahertz battery. Uh, mega, sorry, milliamp battery. Sorry, milliamp, isn't it? Yep. Um, uh, not megahertz, what am I about? Uh, which is they Google, according to Google specs, I reckon 24 hours um, with a charging speed mm. of 30 watts. Now, I have to say the six, if I don't use it heavily, I can get probably day and a half battery life out of it. Okay. If I don't use it heavily. Um, 
compare that to my iPhone 12 Pro that sat next to it, that's not the same story. Uh, though, uh, though I, I have to say, I'm, I've not looked at the 6 to see what battery degradation is like. But just for kind of comparison, what's the, the what? So the 12, the 12 Pro here is coming up two years, isn't it? Yeah. And yes. my battery capacity is 92% now. Okay. Well, I'm sure what mine is. So you know when you go into battery health, um, yeah, ninety-two percent. So, um, you know, I don't know what uh, how um, you know Google's comparative to that, but uh, you know, it's not too bad. Um, oh, there was one other thing I saw. Where well, on eighty-eight percent, I've lost a bit oh. more. What have you done to yours, my man? Um, Been using it, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the other thing was the underscreen display fingerprint scanner, uh, which ah, the, six, course, yeah. the six range you've got as well. Which again, I I find works well. But isn't always accurate. No. Uh, no. No. Um, it is not as quick as Touch ID. And I don't know no. whether that's because of the under screen capability or whether it's just the, the technology. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I mean, it could be the under screen, but I, I, I've had ones where they've had the touch in the uh, power button uh, and they worked really, really quickly. No complaints there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe my screen's filthy. I have no idea, but um, I don't know. Oh, the other thing we didn't mention was the colours, wasn't it? It comes in uh, three colours, uh, which is uh, chalk, which is sage, white. green, and charcoal. Black. Cross space grey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, so now I'm going to get my Pixel 6A then, Carl. What else can I go with it? So you've got the accessories for oh, me? Wow, so you've got a watch, you've got a phone, now you need something to put in your ears. Uh, oh, so yes. yeah, Google announced the Pixel Buds Pro as their first earbuds with active noise cancellation, uh, as well as spatial audio. Ooh. <laughs> Only one paired of a compatible Pixel phone. Uh, they didn't state which ones they were. I like that. <laughs> it's compatible with a phone. We're not uh, telling uh, you which uh, one. Maybe the 7, maybe the 6. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll release that in... Well, hopefully soon because they're due out. What July the twenty first for one hundred ninety nine dollars? They are, which is quite a good price point given capabilities on them, aren't they? Um, it is. You know, yeah, they, they've really got some going... custom kit in there, haven't they? They've got like a they built what's it a six core audio processor powered by Google's algorithms, um, custom drivers gone in there, touch control IPX four rated, so that must be sweat proof or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they are nice looking though. The only thing I will say is, and I think I said this to you in the in the preamble, um, it does look like somebody's cut half a AA battery and shoved it in your ear though. That's kind of a, <laughs> you know. I, I've never. I don't know what it is. I'm just. I think I've got used to the the AirPods look. Um, that these bud ones just always look like. You know, I see people. They look like they're sticking out their ears. You know. I don't know. Each to their own. Cool sure colors. I didn't catch what the names of these colors were, but they look like. Uh, what, what do we call it? Charcoal, chalk, yeah. sage. And then an orange one. Oh, it's got to be because they've got to be something like burnt oak okra or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but um, yeah. So I mean, it, it supports it. Is it that multi-point connectivity? You can connect to multiple devices at once. Uh, apparently, you've got seven hours of battery life with uh, the noise cancellation on, eleven without. Um, it's got some cool volume EQ features. Uh, so basically, some AI that adjusts the uh, the EQ as you lower um lower the volume based on the surrounding noise. Is that Bluetooth uh, 5 though, isn't it? 
I'd imagine. So yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, and, he, and this is the other one I like. So yeah, they, they basically it's all about maintaining that balanced sound profile. But they, they basically they've scanned thousands of ears to find the shape the most comfortable for people, and obviously base the uh, the the tip the ear tip things on those. However, you know if they still don't fit you properly, they've got some app called Silent Seal or built into the Pixel Buds that are basically can adapt to your ears to maximize the effectiveness of the ANCs. So basically, constantly monitoring, I suppose, feedback and stuff. Uh, they even monitor the pressure inside your ear canal, and they can relieve it as needed. Uh, to keep you comfy. So Apple do that, don't they, with the the AirPods Pro, um, where you can do the test for noise cancellation. Yeah. Um, my Sony XM4s, which I'm wearing right now, they have a thing called like sort of active an active sort of sound thing that helps adjust yeah. the pressure in them. So that's quite clever, actually. I, I think you know if you're going to wear them, and they're going to have decent noise cancellation. That's going to work, you know, because you you need to make sure that. It's blocking everything else out, isn't it? And definitely, I think I think isn't it that those ear was it those tips are moldable, aren't they? I think it said, um, oh, probably ear, yeah. ear shape. I by by the way, I did just find out what the colours were called. Okay, go for it. And you were bang on the money. They are charcoal, lemongrass. Oh, it's lemongrass, is it? Okay, yeah, not sage. Uh, fog. Fog. <laughs> and 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 coral. Oh, coral, is it? Of course. That's the red, yes. Which reminds me, because I, I think the Pixel 3a came in um, coral as well. Righty ho. Well, that's... Get me a set of corals. Get me a set of corals. So charging then, uh, what's it? It's got to be USB-C, isn't it? I bet all they wireless. I don't know. I didn't catch what the charging I think, was. I think, I think it's USB-C I've seen on the picture somewhere, but I I would bet my hat that they're uh, Qi chargers as well. They've got to be, haven't they? Given they're a pro, a pro piece there. Um, and, I, and I'd also imagine, given what we talked about with the 6A and these buds and probably whatever comes, there'll be no charging cable in the box. Um, you're going to be... No, yeah, Qi certified uh, for wireless charging. Yeah, so there'll be no cables in the box. Uh, it's going to get there. But battery life, I I did have a quick notice here. Battery life is apparently 31 hours without ANC and 20 hours with, according to um, Google. Sorry, that's that's battery life with the earbuds and the case. Sorry. I'll say earbuds... and the case. I'm about to say, whoa, that tallies up definitely to what I have. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, battery life is 11 hours and seven, 11 hours with ANC. Sorry, yeah. without ANC, seven hours if you enable ANC. Uh, so I think it's, you know, that's not bad for a, for that's a, um, a bud. I mean, because I don't think, I don't personally think the AirPods last that long. Well, not anymore, they don't. Uh, I'm already seeing battery degradation on my AirPods Pro. Oh, really? Uh, when did you get those? About a year ago? About a year ago, yeah. 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 Hmm. Uh, and I've got the classic one, you know, where one goes before the other. Oh, joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. have I just gone deaf in one ear? What's going on? Well, I was mowing the lawn earlier and I had exactly. <laughs> I was like, what? Hello? what? Hello? I was like, <laughs> you know, I, took, I took them off and I'm like, I was like, and I put it back in. I'm like, why can I only hear the right-hand side? Because I thought for a minute I dropped one. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> Eaten by the lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the left-hand side battery had completely gone. Oh. Peculiar. Absolutely mm. peculiar. Um, wow. Yeah. Very weird. So where? So these are due uh, end of July, then, aren't they? Uh, they are indeed. Yeah, one hundred ninety nine US dollars. Not bad. I, I, yeah, I quite like them actually. I, 
I'm impressed. I would like to see what they look like on real people rather than the uh, the models, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. No one looks that good all the time. Yeah. So, what else do we get then? Because obviously we've got a Pixel 6a. Surely we must be getting a new Pixel, eh? Oh, we did. Well, this isn't going to be to the end of the year, so details are scarce. But um, Google did announce the Pixel 7 and 7 Pro. But they've been leaking this for months as well, haven't they? Yes. <laughs> and I think they've consistently leaked, haven't they, to be they honest? have. So, I mean, it's a very similar design to the 6. Uh, so, you know, it's large. It's got the, what they call it, the camera bar on it. It's got a soft matte touch glass back, or whatever you call it, soft touch glass. Uh, the bar looks like it's polished aluminum at the back now. Um, it's very That's nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you get a dual camera on the 7, a triple camera on the Pro, like, like the 6. Uh, what Google are saying there, the Pro's camera setup is a completely new standard for photography, performance, and design. So they're getting the uh, the buzzwords in there. Uh, apparently, it's going to have a next-gen Tensor sock on it. Uh, oh, the buzzwords go more. Designed to deliver the most helpful personal experience you can get in a smartphone. So I'm guessing it's going to be doing a lot more AI processing there. And, of course, it's going to come with Android 13. Um, well, I'd, I'd be surprised. I'd be shocked if it didn't, you know. I know, but other than that, and a few shot was it one shot or two pictures of it? Um, that's all the information we really got on it. Well, it is, yeah, two pictures of it, uh, which is the cam, the back of the camera, isn't it? Close up with the oh pro. yeah, and a uh, one and, with different colours, haven't they? Yeah, uh, but there, you know, you can go to the store.google slash magazine slash google underscore oh, lemongrass seven green. It's got to be lemongrass green on that page there. I, I, you know, as it, I mean, and they. They very handily uh, positioned it alongside the watch and the earbuds, you know, because you're going to buy all three, yeah. aren't you? Of course. Oh, I but like I look at the grey one with the, the the gold accents. That looks quite quite good. What I would say is, if you got rid of that camera bar across the top, you know, that protrusion, which had, yeah. they have slimmed it down, I have to say, from the six. If you got rid of that, and I and you blinked, it looks like an iPhone. Yeah, it does. Because it? It, it's quite thin. And when I say iPhone, I don't mean necessarily the 12 or the 13. No, it looks like, like the, the X, isn't it, with the rounded corners? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's much thinner, much thinner than the um the 6. Or at least it looks like it in the pictures. Um, the mm. 6 looks a, a fatter phone. Not to we're being sizes, of course, on this show. I just meant no. that it's a, a fuller figured phone. Um, uh, uh, this is going the wrong way. Um, move, move on quickly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Look, I mean, look, Pixel Six. You say they teased it. You know, they, they've kind of um, built this up everything so far, and they want that. You know, they want you to get. They want you to be uh, buying into the whole point. But you know, the Pixel range of phones has been a success. I think you know when you look back at the start of that with the Nexus lineup, where they had you know a different manufacturer for each well, iteration, each time, of the wasn't Nexus. it? Yeah. Um, and I thought the Nexus is quite good. You know, I had a Nexus, uh, a Nexus Five. Um, you know, and they were good phones. And I used the Five. Was that HTC? Uh, yes, I believe it was, wasn't it? The Nexus Five, because um, I, I had what was it? Yeah, the Nexus Five. And then what was the replacement for it? So I had the Nexus Five, and then uh, no, the Nexus Five was LG, oh. and then. The 5X was, uh, no, the 5X was, um, yeah, the 5X was, was, uh, LG as well. HTC did the first one. Ah, the Nexus One, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, yeah, so 
then Samsung, and then who else we have? Samsung, there's quite a few. LG did yeah. a couple, didn't they? Did the four, the five. Motorola did the six. LG did the five X. Yeah, we got six pins. Yeah. Huawei so five... were even in there. Yeah, the five X though was. I mean, that was a good phone. I mean, obviously the Pixel lineup took that a step further. Uh, and you know, and, and brought it out, but I think standardization was the key, isn't it? And I think the only yeah. way that uh, the only way that they were going to compete effectively with Apple. Oh, talking of which, our co-host is asking to be let out the studio. Bear with me a moment. I need to release. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, so I think you know that the whole point around the Pixel lineup was was key to having that success, having a showcase of how the OS and the and the hardware was meant to be, wasn't it? Because yeah, definitely. I think, honestly, that's where they were lacking, weren't they, with the whole fragmentation of the Android market. Yeah. So we have the Pixel 7 then, or what might be the Pixel 7. Um, <laughs> specs, Ooh, to be yep. con- specs to be con- uh, confirmed. Um, but, yeah, so release date for that has been slated for 23, isn't it? So No, that's end of 22. Oh, it is end of 22. I couldn't remember whether it was. Okay. In the fall. Oh, yes. The classic. The fall. The fall. Yes. But something okay. is going to be for next year, though. And we have even less information on, but Google just threw that out there and went, it's a new Pixel tablet. Ah, uh, sorry. Back yeah. that up, sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A Pixel tablet again. I thought they'd given up on the tablets. Uh, but obviously, with Android 13, they are focusing on tablet features. So, of course, they've now decided they're going to bring out a tablet to show everyone how it's done. I'm yes. not sure they're doing that very well, though, from the pictures I've seen. So, information is scarce. It's going to have a tensor chip. Surprise. Um, and they showed us a picture of it. And, hmm, it looks quite oldish design with thick bezels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you took the words out of my mouth. Bezily is probably the only Bezily. way I can describe it. You know what um, it reminds me of? The Nest Hub Max. Yes! It looks like the display off the front of that, just bigger. Yes! <laughs> Are you reading my notes? Um, Maybe. You know, I was just going to say, it looks from the front like it is the front of a Nest Hub. Yeah, exactly that. And it's only when the, the, the side view, and you see that it is a tablet, and it's not got connected to some you know power dock uh, piece... I don't get it. I don't get the design ethos. I get why they want to do it because the Pixel, the the Nexus tablets, wasn't it, were again expensive and they were a showcase again for what could be done. But Android has never worked. Pixelbook, the uh, Chromebook. That was oh, lovely hardware. Very, very nice. Way overkill for a Chromebook and way too expensive. Well, that, yeah, the Pixelbook Go. As a Chromebook, those were the ones, weren't they? The kind of unbelievable um, standard on those. But yeah. again, you're right. It, it's it's kind of a bit like the NVIDIA reference cards, isn't it? Yeah. You know, this is the standard um, of uh, of what what you can do with it. It's up to you what you want to do. And if this and is going to be the standard for the Google tablets going forward, Apple has nothing to worry about. No, but I think the problem they've got with Android, and they, this has been the thing about Android on a tablet, has never been as good as Android on a phone, has it? Realistically, no. and, and that's why that I think their other picture said twenty plus optimized Google tablet apps as a the other feature they announced. Yeah, and that, and that's so the other thing that all you need to know, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but that's also the thing is around the Android thirteen um, piece is bringing in a major 
upgrade to tablet applications and the interface as well. Uh, and I think, you know, that's the whole thing here, isn't it, for them this year is about how to improve that experience and give you something that feels like you're working on tablet and just not a glorified big phone. Yeah. You know, I just... Uh, we'll I just, see. They, they've got know. to do something because tablets um Android is just terrible at the moment. Yeah. They I always mean, have been. Yeah, I mean, Samsung, again, um, <laughs> you know, Samsung, again, are, you know, leading the way there in the Android market space for tablets. There's no denying yeah. on that. But to suggest that Google themselves are going to come in and disrupt it with this particular piece of kit, I have, I'm surprised. You know, those bezels alone, it just like I say, I, I just keep staring at it. I think there's a hub. It's, it's, a, it's a Nest hub or what they call it, Google hub or whatever, you know. Well, maybe that's another uh, feature I haven't told us. Maybe it's going to be able to dock with a hub. Well, maybe that maybe that is the case because, funny enough, one of the one of the pictures they showed, isn't it, was re- uh, looking like the doorbell, the Nest Cam. Somebody yeah, so at maybe the doorbell it's be a hybrid device. I would not be surprised. I have a complete feeling that this is going to be it. Uh, what was the pix? Was it ah oh, the Pixel Slate? That was it. I'm trying to think of the name of it. The that Pixel was the Slate one, was, it, was yeah. the last one, but that was back in 20, uh, 2018, 2019. I don't think it was. It was yep going to be much uh different to that um this is you know comparing that and the slate itself i mean what i remember the slate look the slate actually looked a lot better than this in my opinion i mean the bezels look thinner for a start crushed yeah i mean <laughs> and the slate the slate came with uh, the keyboard didn't it as well you could have it did um, yes you know so this again i would not be surprised if this was a dockable piece of kit but yeah i to be honest with you I, I need to. There's got to be. There's got to be more information on this because at the moment I am not convinced. Based on if that's what they're going to start uh, selling, it's not going to yeah. sell. No, and it's going to be tensor powered. I'm guessing it's going to have a minimum of kind of probably six or eight gig of RAM. Um, I'm hoping more than two fifty six gig hard disk space if you want to make it effective. But yeah, let's and uh, cameras. Cameras has got to be key. Um, it's got to have cameras and it's got to have the same type of cameras um that you kind of want to have on on an ipad isn't it so something like center stage appropriate you know or equivalent yep. uh the ability to do uh good uh video calling are all going to be key to its success especially if they want it to be dockable but who knows anyway anyway moving on from the tablet because yeah that's going to drive us nuts that's not the only bit of hardware then they dropped was it then the last no, uh, one of the last this is one that got me genuinely excited um they were showing off some more of the ar glasses um, so yeah, Google Glass is back, but not quite in the way you think it is. So this was, I mean, they, again, they didn't show much. They had lots of very snazzy videos to get you excited, uh, but they didn't show you any of the tech around it or what made it up or even show you what the displays looked like in AR. It was all about how it can uh, enable better conversation, wasn't it? Uh, basically, they were showing real-time um subtitles for want of a better word here so if someone's speaking to you regardless of what the language or if you're watching a video whatever whatever the noise is it can pick it up it can translate it into your language then show it as a real-time transcribing uh within the ar glasses i think these look amazing you know the styling is a little bit odd let's be honest but you know they uh but the whole concept of that is just phenomenal isn't it really yeah, I mean, they, of course, they were showing people who, uh, like, well, I think they had one woman on there whose mum spoke a different language uh, and enabled her to go and speak to her mum uh, and understand what she was saying. Uh, they showed someone who was uh, you know, hard of hearing, being able to actually 
without having to lip read, be able to understand what people were saying. Uh, yeah, it was all very, very good. I, I, I just, you know, how has nobody done this? Well, Apple have just announced this, but not in glasses, haven't they? Yeah, but no, but uh, what I mean is, how, so I'm saying, how has nobody come with all of the, the AR and the VR and all that tech that we've had and, the, you know, the people putting together, how has nobody done this already, you know? Because when you think about it, this is this is one of those kind of uh, problems and solutions that actually has real meaningful impact to people that wear them, isn't it, or have them. It is. You know, this isn't, uh, you know, show me, you know, navigation in front of my face. This isn't, you know, text message from my friend. This is potentially life-changing. You know, I it think that, that, that's as big yeah. as it is, to be, to be fair. It is life-changing. So my, my wife's hard of hearing. She wears hearing aids. And I showed her this video. She goes, that would literally change her life. It would make situations being out and about so much easier that she could just look at someone and see what they're actually saying. I, I can't imagine, you know, uh, how effective this would be. I'm guessing given, you know, the speed of processing now, it, it's going to be actually probably pretty good. Um, well, yeah. you know, it, it can't be no worse than the live transcript on Zoom. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Teams one's not that bad, actually. I was testing that the other day. It was okay. Zoom, yeah, Zoom's pretty terrible. But I mean, do you know what I'd find this would be amazing? And I, and I, I didn't. I, you have to correct me. I didn't see anywhere whether it said it did translation of language. It did. Uh, yeah. Was how was, oh, was it? I, that was a bit I couldn't remember, uh, or whether it was just your language. But it's a bit. I just like can you imagine going into somewhere, a foreign country, and talking to somebody, and they talk back to you, and it comes. Just I can't. You know. It's, just, I, yeah. It to me, I and mean, of all of the stuff I want from AR or VR, this was the thing I didn't think of. Like yeah, genuinely useful. But when you gave me your example, like you said, and I was like, "Yeah, you're right. That is really, really impressive." Yeah. Um, will though the thing I have to say is the glasses they showed, wasn't it? Where not the you know the kind of styling was you know interesting. I think my view yeah. is they look like the 3D glasses you've got on the IMAX. Um, <laughs> what the two ninety nine pair that you throw away at yeah. the end? That's the one. Uh, yeah. Crossed crossed with the snap glasses, just you know the old them. Um, <laughs> And there were no cameras in this, was there? No. So where's it coming from? Well, I presume... Is it really AR? Is it just project... It's just a screen, a translucent screen, isn't it, that's showing it funny? But they didn't show any of that kind of tech. Obviously, I'll have microphones to pick up on the uh, the voices. Well, yes, it's got to be the only way to do it, isn't it, from that point of view, but... And I guess well, the other thing they didn't show was any in, any interaction or what a UI would look like, was it? Or no, they how they connect to your device. Um, Who they connect to your device. What, yeah, what applications you have to leverage to do that. You know, that kind of thing. Like, you're right. They have no, uh, what I did see, and we did a bit of research, it turns out that they this is partly powered by an acquisition they bought okay. um, called North. Um, yeah. And the North had developed. Uh, they were they were back in 2020. They were a uh, AR startup who made smart glasses that were a kind of a competitor, if you wish, to Google Glass. Or I don't want to, well, maybe not competitor, but kind of an alternative. They were called Thal Thalmic Labs, and they made um, they basically had smart glasses that displayed information inside them. Um, oh. So Google picked them up apparently for under 200 million. Oh wow! And okay. what they and what they called this was ambient computing. Okay. Which, 
ambient computing is computing that's everywhere, but not, um, but not you know in your face. It's a single yeah. experience. They're called, apparently, according to Google, the quote was, a, a ambient computing is a single consistent experience at home, work, on the go, being able to access services wherever you are with a consistent set of methods and commands. And it yeah. wants those Google services to disappear into the background and become as reliable and as essential as running water. Ooh, okay. And in a funny kind of way, I think that is where we are heading with computing, isn't it? In the yeah. sense of, if you look at how, as a society, what was once a telephone that made phone calls, a communication, now runs your life. Definitely. And it does that without any thought process, doesn't it? You don't think, I'm going to, you know, you just do it, you know. No, exactly. Uh, and what was the computer, you know, a fixed, you know, for all intents and purposes, a fixed terminal in a position in your house is now a small device in your pocket that goes everywhere and is it almost to become an extension of you and something like these glasses i think could do something very similar to that it, you know if the tech is as capable as they say it is and the vision becomes reality you know you wouldn't you won't think you're running google it'd just be a translation service wouldn't it it'd no. just be you know whatever how it works so exactly. I, I could it really could be a game changer and I, I i get excited about this kind of stuff because to me with all the phones and the earbuds this stuff yeah this this is what I want to hear Actually, more about. Yeah, yeah. this has the 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 potential to be something that could change the world. You know, I know there are other people, companies out there, like the one Google acquired, who are doing this stuff already and probably are kicking themselves when they see Google. I'm saying, really, we've been Alan, doing this for years, yeah, like, but we can't bring it to market. And I guess that's the that's probably the reality of these things, isn't it? That Google and Apple, etc., Microsoft have the power to bring it to market. They but, do, yeah. yeah. I'd love to see it. And I'd certainly, you know, if this was real, I'd love to see, you know, the capability of like, say, you, you know, your wife and whether or not she'd be able to get, uh, you know, a good impact out of it. Definitely. That would be, that would be impressive. But be on one Christmas thing we don't know, list, I'm sure. <laughs> I was just going to say, the one thing you don't know is the cost, my friend. <laughs> it can't be any, it can't be any more expensive than hearing aids. <laughs> no, no. Uh Right. Uh, so we had so, a few tidbits now, don't we, from the we software. Did, they didn't months. announce much software-wise uh, in, in the speech anyway, did they? Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got... Um, bizarrely, I didn't realise this, so Google's messaging platform does support end-to-end -end encryption, but it's only for one-to-one -one chat, so they're now going to roll that out um, to groups. Uh, and that's it's all based on, is it RCS, the one they're trying to get Apple to adopt? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the whole uh, meshing standard, isn't it? You know, it is. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you're part of groups, you'll, you'll hopefully soon you'll have encrypted chats. Um, I just presumed they were, to be honest. I would have thought so, but you know, what do we know? <laughs> apparently not. No, apparently not. So moving swiftly on, uh, and this is a bizarre one. So this used to be a product, didn't it? Google Wallet. It's coming yeah. back. Yeah. They got rid of this, didn't they? They killed it when they... They killed it and brought out Google Pay, didn't they, as its replacement. But now Google Wallet is coming back and it's going to support your payment cards, your transit passes, memberships, tickets, airline, travel information, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, and you can use it anywhere that you can use Google Pay to pay for things. But Google Pay is still going to be around? Um... Apparently so. <laughs> I mean, this just kind of sounds like they're burying Google Pay and bringing back Wallet, but Google are saying Google Pay is still going to be around. 
look, we we know too well the, how Google operate and how they kill off services. And resurrect them, then kill them off. And resurrect them. But yeah. what made me chuckle was the product manager uh, whose name was Dong Min Kim, who said, <laughs> right, um, who said, as he described some of Wallet's features, if you saved your boarding pass to a flight to Google Wallet, we'll notify you of delays and gate changes. When you head to the concert, you'll get a notification on your phone beforehand, reminding you of your saved tickets. And it also works with other apps. For instance, if you're taking a bus to see a friend and look up directions, your transit card and balance will show up alongside the route. And if you're long, running low on a fare, you can tap and add more. Yeah, basically that to me sounds like they're going to smash pay and wallet together. It <laughs> sounds like it, but still that's keep Google I, Pay. Yeah, that's what I got from that was that Google Pay didn't resonate, but Google Wallet did, and the only way to the only way to keep one of them alive was to smash them together and rename it as the old product. Sure we've talked about the Google and the whole payment things in in a previous episode, and what a, a shambles it's been. I think they've had quite yeah. a few different people running it, haven't they? Who have left? They have halfway through things, and it's just not really worked out. But hey, <laughs> all hell Google Wallet. Yeah, and do you know what? If those features are there, I'd love to. I'd love to see some of those features um, with Apple. Now, you do get that to an extent, you know. You if, do, yeah. you know, Some of those things like the the boarding passes pop up when you're close to your flight. Um, it does allow you to launch apps from the wallet, uh, you know, doesn't it? Mm. But it's not quite as clever as um, you know looking up directions in a map and it pops the transit card up. You know, those kind of things. That, okay, that's taking it a slight step further. I do Oh, you'd have to use Apple Maps for that. It, no well, one actually, uses Apple Maps. No, they don't. But actually, Apple Maps actually really is it's not bad at all. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, I think we, we give it short change, but I think it's unfair given... <laughs> given how well it actually it looks now. And I think it does compare, in my opinion. I, I've... Uh, I've used it a couple of times now. I can't break the muscle memory oh, to use it. I need it. to look at a map, go to Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I can't break that muscle memory. Uh, but it isn't bad. I, I shouldn't shouldn't knock it at all. It isn't bad. Um, okay. So, but there is, when did they say, they, they said it's going to launch, didn't they? Or oh, they didn't, actually. I don't think they did. No, say they didn't. Launch. They didn't say when it was going to launch. No, they didn't, did they? They said it was coming soon. That was it. It did, did. So talking of payments then, uh, mm. Wallet wasn't the only announcement on that front, was it then? No, no. So coming to Google Chrome. So uh, I think it already supports auto-filling of cards and stuff, doesn't it? But you're going to be getting virtual credit cards now. So um, if you've ever used Apple Pay or Google Pay, basically every time you use it for every transaction, it generates a unique credit card number so that basically you're never giving your real credit card details to whoever you're paying. Uh, and it's just seamless. It just works. But obviously... That doesn't work for sites or services that don't actually support Apple Pay or Google Pay or, or cards that don't support that, for, for example. So uh, built into Chrome, you're now going to be able to generate uh, virtual credit cards backed by your real credit cards for any service you need it. And again, that'll give you that kind of unique credit card number for each one. Now, I think they did mention they're going to support subscriptions as well. So if you want to generate a unique credit card number just for that one subscription, so if you right. want to cancel it easily, you can just cancel the virtual credit card. You'll be able to do that one. Are there other services on that? You, I'm sure there, there, there are other are. services there are. I've, that you can do this. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, Privacy.com is one of those. But uh, okay. only available in America. So I'd love to use Privacy.com. It's got some cool features, but... Yeah, US only at the moment. Um, 
Google apparently, again, I think it's starting with the US only and actually only with Capital One as the first partner. But it said shortly after they'll be rolling it out to Visa, American Express, MasterCards. And then shortly after that, uh, international. So hopefully you might see it in this country. Yeah, be, I'm quite interested to see that. I think it's a great idea. And I think any way you can give yourself additional protection, you know, buying online when you need to is great. You know, Apple Pay is a fantastic way of doing it. And Google Pay, alternatively, again, another fantastic way to do it. But you're right. If you can't support that and you don't want to use your credit card, you know, because you have a concern, maybe the ability yep. to do that virtual card is that's a great, great approach. And, you know, it just is a shame, as you say, that we can't use the competing services or, or not, well, should we say, a like for like services, you know, outside of the US. But why not? Now, inter- interesting. Google have I, said I like they're this. not going to charge anything for using the virtual card. So vendors won't have to give up a cut of their profit. But when they say they're not charging anything, you know they're going to be mining your data. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, you can, it's, you're selling your soul, you know, and not, but not paying for it with real hard money. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's it, isn't it? Uh, yes, that, that's it. But um, the websites you're, you're spending on don't have to support this to do anything to alter it, so it should just work out of the box. I, and, and supports the new Google Wallet app. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> Oh, well, impressed. Oh, look, another nice little feature. Nothing new, let's be honest, compared to because, if we, as no. we said, you know, the privacy.com and other people are doing that, but a pretty cool, pretty cool approach. Uh, similar to um, who is it? Curve, Curve do that. So, Curve in the UK, I've got the app, of course, you have. You can load in your own apps, uh, your own kind of link your own cards in the Curve app, okay. and then Curve give you a, a another card that kind of like masquerades, but it's not virtual. It's a physical card and the number stays oh, okay. the same, um, but it means you can, let's say you go to a site that doesn't take, um, I, I don't ask me why, but it doesn't take Visa, let's just say, yeah? Yeah. So you can then use that to, uh, you can then, because it's a MasterCard, you can actually use that, but actually you're paying with your Visa card because of the back end, it's linked. Uh, and you can oh. swap between different cards. So you can, you know, gain points on one card by paying a vendor you know it's very clever um and i used it for a while um when you know the amazon debacle of they were going to get rid of visa ah of course yes and i could still use my barclay card uh but i wasn't using my barclay card um you know i was using uh you know yeah. the, the curve card which was mastercard but yeah so it's quite clever that way Not so very, i'll have to smart. investigate that yeah free app free app curve again no uh, we're not doing it for uh, you know uh the uh, the money, but <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, no. we'd be most happy. Cool. So I think that is everything from the lineup this week, isn't it? Have I missed anything, Carl? It is. That is it. There is no rumor corner because all my rumors are Apple, and I didn't want to sully the Google event. So we'll save Aww. those for next week. <laughs> oh, you you disappoint our um, disappoint <laughs> our uh, you know our, our able listeners. Can't you know, all be about <laughs> Apple. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't. Well. For those of you that do want to hear the Rutech Route rumor mill, we will be back next week for episode 89. Uh, yes, 89 indeed, where we have another full pack lineup. We've already got the show notes here ready to go, unless some big stories drop in the meantime. We're going to cover everything from Intel, Apple. Yes, Apple. We're going to talk, we're going to talk NVIDIA with the story of the year, I think, for NVIDIA, in my opinion. Uh, we're going to talk Meta. The chip shortage and the Tech Route rumor mill is back with a small pot of rumours, see their bubbling where I can see them right now. 
But before that, then, of course, uh, we're going to wrap up here on episode 88. Of course, you can find us online at techrant.online. You can find us also on Twitter at Weekly Techrant. And wherever you find and listen to your podcast, you're listening to one right now. So wherever you found that, you can find us again. Share with your friends. Give us a like. Tell everybody about us, whether you like us or not. The more, the merrier. With that, I've been Jay. I've been Carl. Have a good evening, all.